This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Today, we are talking about one of my favorite things to have for lunch, really. Me too. And that is Thai salad, or more specifically, Thai salads. Because <laughs> in, in Thailand, it's spelled with a Z. Yeah. <laughs> um, Boys. And we just we just destroyed my kitchen. We did. There is a, there's a pile of dishes in the sink that looks like a Dagwood sandwich. <laughs> well, I hadn't thought about a Dagwood sandwich in so long. Do you remember those? Oh, man. Well, yeah. Oh, Dagwood sandwich. Iris has I like that a- almost as much as Thai salads. <laughs> yeah, that, that's going to be our next topic, Dagwood sandwiches. I, I don't know if I've ever actually eaten a Dagwood sandwich. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that you would need to have your jaw put back on your face is afterwards. It, I mean, is it like something you order in a place or is it just or is it purely a joke? Lives in our imaginations. That's, <laughs> that's where you can order it. That's <laughs> That's where I prefer to live most of the time. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so to the topic at hand, what is a Thai salad and what makes it so special? So when I think of Thai food in general, I think of that wonderful, oh, if it's not a trinity, it's four things, it's... Quadrinity. Uh, <laughs> when I think of Thai food, I think of that wonderful quadrinity of hot, sour, salty, and sweet. And so I think of when I think of Thai salads, I think of the dressing that's on them because it is hot, sour, salty, and sweet. It's fish sauce, lime juice, and sugar at, at you know at its most basic. Yeah, and, and that's that to me is Thai salad. That that combination of flavors. Yeah, it's it's sour, it's salty, it's sweet, but it's all it's fused into into a thing that's that's of itself. It's, it's the sum is greater than its parts. It's a it's a super savory addition to to anything. It's like savory Nutella. You put it on something, it's good. Yes. So, um, so do all Thai salads have a variation on this dressing? Then is that what we're trying to say? Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sometimes, sometimes no sugar. Okay. Um, like uh, one of the salads we had today, there was no sugar in the dressing. Okay, we'll get to that salad in a minute. And sometimes you smash some chilies uh, and or garlic in there. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it's totally a totally different approach than a than a Western style style salad dressing because there's never any fat or oil in the dressing. Yeah. Now I remember the first time I ever saw a recipe for, for instance, a, a green papaya salad. I was very surprised to learn that there's no fat in there. And maybe because there's no fat in there to help it adhere to the ingredients, you you don't you're not shy, you're not reticent when you apply Thai salad dressing to a salad. You go to town on that thing. Yeah, it should be saucy. I yeah. Think. If it's if it's swimming in dressing, that is totally authentic and totally good mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so there's green papaya salad at, at its, let's start there okay on, on the you know the uh the the chart in our the imaginary chart of thai salads we're starting at green papaya salad yes and uh, and that's uh it's a characteristic dish of northeastern thailand especially but you get it all over thailand mm-hmm. and so what's why is it a green papaya how is this different from any garden variety papaya is it just that it's green on the outside it's unripe, isn't it? I mean, if you if it if it had been allowed to ripen on the tree, would it become a regular papaya? I think so. Yeah. So uh, it's I think of it as being um, it, it's it's got flesh that's very much the color of cucumber flesh, only yeah. it's much more dense. Super um, dense. It's very very dense. Uh, the seeds inside are usually still white, and there are not a lot of them. Do you find papaya seeds totally scary looking? No. I, <laughs> I, I feel like they look like gi- eggs of a giant poisonous insect they're you know they're kind of big and sort of fuzzy on the outside and i don't want to touch them really yeah wow well you did act a little funny when i cut open the papaya today you kind of wanted you know, to get I out ran of over my to way the corner and, and was cowering <laughs> yeah and you had to well, draw me back out i didn't, didn't want to really cookie. describe it in detail i didn't want to humiliate <laughs> you but anyway <clears throat> so yeah it's going to have green skin when you cut into the when you cut into it and look at the flesh it looks like a cucumber really nice and hard and you can shred it. So what I use and maybe we can put up a link to this yes, on, on the yes, website spilledmilkpodcast.com. What I use is a little tool that um it, I believe it's called a kiwi not to be confused with the fruit. Um, and it is basically a, like a julienne peeler. It looks like a vegetable peeler, only having a, instead of having a straight blade, it's got like a little, um, like a, a sort of zigzagging serrated blade. Uh-huh. And so uh, you can just run it down your peeled papaya and it pulls off these beautiful, perfectly sized shreds. Yes. Really elegant. And it's, and it's a beautiful uh, pale blue color. I, I really want my own kiwi. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't? <laughs> you know, you can also, we, we should also say that if you have a shredding attachment for your Cuisinart, you could also use that. However, I find that it creates these sort of bigger, thicker, wetter shreds. Yeah. And I don't, I don't love that. Delicate. Delicate is the way to go. Okay, yeah. let, let's move on from the green papaya to the green mango. Okay. Like, it's, there. there's... Again, an cousins. unripe mango. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, so green these, hard should be really hard. Yeah. Yeah. It should be like rock hard when you bite. And both of these things, they're they're really vegetables. You know, technically they're fruits, but you know, you would you would never eat a green papaya or green mango as a refreshing fruit. Mm-mm, no. Uh, you know, it's it's got a it's got a vegetal flavor. And in the case of the green mango, it's super sour. Mm-hmm. Um, like Granny Smith apple sour kind of. And delicious. Yes. Really, really delicious. And so then, you know, so once we've got this fruit shredded, this fruit that tastes like a vegetable, shredded, then, um, so what What else can you put with it? Uh, a green papaya or green mango salad, you can, uh, you can put in peanuts, you can put in cherry tomatoes. Long beans. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. those really like yard long beans cut into little sections. Yeah. Yeah, those, those are delicious. Are, those things, I feel like, should be used as some sort of martial arts weapon, you know, like spinning around and swacking yes. people like the, the cat of nine beans 
And uh, you can put a little bit of dried shrimp in there. Yep. In your green papaya Absolutely. salad or green mango, you can uh, you can take a green mango salad and uh, and convert it into one of my most favorite Thai salads, which is fluffy catfish salad. Have you ever had this? <laughs> no. <laughs> it sounds amazing. <laughs> it's though. great. You you take a uh, a piece of catfish, a catfish fillet, and you cook it until it's dried out. You overcook the hell out of it, and then you shred it. So you have these these little shreds of fish, and then you deep fry the shreds. So it is a hundred percent crunchy fish, and then you throw this in with your and toss this with your green mango salad. Oh, that sounds Incredible. fantastic! I first had it at uh, at a uh, famous restaurant in Bangkok called Cabbages and Condoms. Really? Yes, <laughs> it was a restaurant founded by like a famous Thai sex educator. You know, I think that we should add that to the list of of locations that spilled milk is going to go to in the future. Yes, mm-hmm. we will be we will be uh, coming to you live from Cancun, Cabbages and Condoms, and well, the list is ever growing, uh-huh. really. So you have a recipe for for a great green papaya salad dressing. What what's the starting point for that? Well, I always start with equal parts fish sauce and lime juice. So let's say uh, you know, let's say maybe you're using half a green papaya. That's going to yield pretty much green papaya. Yeah, maybe these, do like these things are huge. They are huge. So maybe do two tablespoons lime juice, two tablespoons fish sauce, and then one tablespoon of sugar. So I do equal parts fish sauce and lime juice and then like half that amount sugar. Palm sugar? Do you use palm sugar, white sugar, brown sugar? You know, I must say I've used it all. I know I'm supposed to use palm sugar, Mm -hmm. but sometimes I'm just not quite that on top of things. So I've used white sugar, totally fine. Brown sugar also works really nicely. Great, great flavor. So that's where I always start with that formula. And then from there, you can also pound some chilies or slice them. A little bit of garlic, if you want. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, f- I find you you shouldn't be shy with the sugar. It feels it feels weird to put like a whole tablespoon of sugar into your salad dressing. You know, this is something you would never ever do with a French vinaigrette. You would be guillotined. Yeah, you would. Um, you would. But a Thai, it, it is so important for establishing the balance of a Thai salad dressing. Sometimes when I'm making this dressing, this wonderfully simple dressing, it just sort of doesn't taste right to me. Okay. And when in doubt. Add more sugar. Yeah, the sugar is it's kind of the mediator. It's like you've got these two super aggressive, assertive flavors, the fish sauce and the lime juice coming together. If you if you do just those, you know, and you taste it, it's gonna be riot cacophony. The sugar, the sugar helps them get along. Mm-hmm. So when in doubt, you know, don't, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Add a little bit more sugar. So I think that's the key here. It also works if you've made your if your dressing seems too spicy. Like you put in a bunch of chilies, uh, you can you can take the edge off that with a little extra sugar too. Sugar, the magical fruit. The you more can, you eat, the more you. <laughs> you can also. <laughs> <laughs> the more you hooger. I don't know. You what? Why, why so <laughs> oh, hooger. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Wow, that. that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really t- weird, scary word, cougar. <laughs> we'll cut this out later. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a hooger, not a fighter. <laughs> cougar. That's <laughs> like sugar. Sugar cougar. <laughs> okay. Oh, boy, that wasn't funny at all. All right, so we've, we've got... We, we barely scratched the surface of, of Thai salads. We we have there are many other kinds. It's a it's a diverse 
salad ecosystem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a healthy and, and ecosystem, a fra- really, too. I was about to call it a fragile ecosystem, but I don't know why. It was <laughs> Anyway, uh, wow, we're making a lot of biologist jokes today. I hope you guys are getting that. Are we? That. <laughs> well, we're talking about ecosystems. Okay. Um, it's, a, it's a healthy biome. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to talk about meat. Yes. Yes. Okay. There was no. There was no meat. Just fish in our in our papaya salad. Mm-hmm. Could you make a salad of practically all meat? You could. You what could. would you call it? I would call it larb. Not lard. Larb. But larb. Yeah. L a r b. Larb guy. Mm-hmm. G a i. And guy is chicken. Mm-hmm. But you can also make it with pork. You told me that you've made it with duck before, and that was pretty wonderful. Really good. Uh-huh. And so you would want either like very finely chopped meat or ground meat. Yes. We used ground chicken today. I've used ground pork. Um, and you're seasoning it basically with the same basic ingredients as the the green papaya or green mango. Yes. Uh, it's usually it's usually made with dried chilies rather than fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a very simple dressing. I think I uh, just did lime juice and fish sauce. The, the simplest dressing of uh, really just lime juice and fish sauce uh, in, uh, in substantially equal parts, maybe a little heavier on the lime juice for this one. And you poach the meat, uh, either broth, water, or in the dressing itself. A uh, whole bunch of shallots, maybe some green onions. And uh, boy, this is good stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think the key, I think we should be sure to mention is making toasted rice powder. Absolutely. That, to me, is what really puts larb over the edge into absolute deliciousness. Toasted rice powder, you start with uh, either jasmine rice or sticky rice. Sticky rice is better, but if you only have jasmine rice, you should totally still make the toasted rice powder. You just put it in a dry skillet over medium heat and stir it occasionally, and strange things will start to happen. It smells really wonderful and toasty, almost sort of popcorn-y. Yep. And um, I, I have both stirred it into the larb and kind of sprinkled it on top. Anyway, it's just fantastic. We should add that you grind it after you toast it. Oh, right. And we're not just eating <laughs> crunchy pieces of toasted rice. Right. So it gets, to, it gets to a point in the skillet where, like, smoke is rising, and it starts to get a little scary. Uh, and at that point, that's when you... you take it off the heat you let it cool and you grind it in a coffee grinder spice grinder some kind of grinder and i find that it really gives i don't know just this wonderful um depth to the larb yes and it uh and and crunch and crunch indeed and it appears on other thai salads too there's like uh, there's a beef salad with like grilled beef really hot really sour um and some toasted rice powder uh sprinkled on top that's it's usually called waterfall beef Wow, we could go on and on about yes. Thai salads. That, I, I, what have we gotten ourselves into? I know. We, we should do a five-episode series about Thai salads. <laughs> yeah. Next up, waterfall you beef. Can't, you can't cover a whole biome in 15 minutes. <laughs> it's um, like the tundra. There's, there's a caribou. The end. I don't think so. Um, caribou salad, delicious. Delicious. Endangered species salad, delicious. Um, Deliciously illegal. I was going to say that when I eat larb, I usually eat it with some sticky rice. Yes, I was lazy and didn't make any sticky rice today. Matthew is a terrible lunch preparer. So in general, when I'm, when I'm eating larb, I eat it with some sticky rice and some nice crunchy lettuce leaves, a cuppy lettuce, as mm-hmm. we referred to on our lettuce show. Cabbage leaves or also cabbage work really leaves. well. Even like, like regular old green cabbage works really well as a, as a larb container. Yeah. A nice sort of watery crunch, I think, yes. is, is important. 
if you need a source for Thai salad recipes or any kind of Thai street food recipes, may I recommend the book Thai Street Food by David Thompson? Yes. Yeah. It is, it is an enormous tome loaded with color pictures from the streets of Thailand uh, covering all manner of Thai street food. It is one of the greatest cookbooks of all time, I would say. Wow. Strong words from Matthew Amster Burton here. So it's got Thai salad recipes. It's got noodle recipes. It's got lavish amounts of color pictures. It's so heavy it will put a dent in your lap. But other than that, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. So go forth and make Thai salads. I think I need some frozen yogurt now. Yeah, me too. Are we, we going to go to the yogurt place or the custard place? Oh, right, the custard. I, I meant, I think I need some custard now. Okay. Boy, we're, we're <laughs> stalling out at the end here. <laughs> it's like, we've, we've taken, we've, we've run this marathon. We're, we're at the 25, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm never going to run a marathon. <laughs> <clears throat> Boy, I, I, cougars wouldn't, wouldn't fall apart at the end like this. Cougars, I think, run really fast. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about the animal or... <laughs> Hoogers. <laughs> if, if I saw a hooger, I would run like hell. I don't know what it is, and I don't want to know. <laughs> I think it grows from a papaya seed. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. Find our recipes for green papaya salad and larb guy, chicken larb, on our website, spilledmilkpodcast.com. You can also find a, uh, a link to, um, to information about the kiwi, the uh, papaya slash mango shredder we talked about. And the book Thai Street Food. Mm-hmm. You can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash spilledmilkpodcast. And on Stitcher... Radio. Radio. <laughs> uh, the cool app that lets you listen to your favorite podcasts without syncing or uh, playing with iTunes or anything like that. Uh, that's stitcher.com slash spilled milk. And if you download it, you can put in the code milk and we'll get a little kickback. Yeah, thanks, guys. So uh, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. The show that... Uh, in a pinch could probably save you from a hooger. <laughs> What if we cut that part out, though? Uh, we're not cutting out the part about the hooger. <laughs> Are you not? kidding? That was gold, baby. <laughs> okay. I'm Matthew Amster Burton. And I'm Molly Weisenberg. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> I think that you may have mentioned this earlier, but I feel like we should maybe be a little bit stronger about it because I think it's it's a really helpful tip. We should be stronger. We should work out. Yeah. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Town Place Suites by Marriott. Whether you're traveling for work or just enjoying a relaxing week away, Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the comforts of home. Yeah, and if you're a spilled milk listener, we bet that sometimes you want to cook when you travel. And Town Place Suites by Marriott has a Weber grill on the patio. They've got a microwave, dishwasher, stovetop, full-size refrigerator. You are good to go. In other words, Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the amenities you need to feel at home during your stay. Find the comforts of home at Town Place Suites. Go there with Marriott Bonvoy.